Snip, snip, zip, zip, zip. Tied up, tied up, and bow. I'm the sports, sports Christmas present wrapper. Oh, I like that one. And I've wrapped up a new sports, sports episode as a Christmas gift <laughs> to everyone out there listening. Now that was soothing to me. I think I found another ASMR that works for me. Yeah. Um, I was a hater for a long time. Right. Recently, Ashley, you've been uh, uh, getting into watching and listening to ASMR videos. Right. But I found I, I have a type and I'm sure most people do have types since there are Instagrams dedicated to like just people cutting sand, uh, kinetic sand, which is one of my favorites. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's very soothing. Very nice to watch. And when I wake up in the middle of the night, I just look at one of those Instagram pages and I am truly lulled back to sleep. Oh, wow. It's amazing. It's great for insomnia. Yeah. It's great to cool your nerves. Exactly, yes. That sounds like a win-win. Who needs Xanax? I don't. When you got ASMR. I have Instagram, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great. Uh, Ashley, we've got another great episode, and this is episode number two of On the Board's Day of Christmas, <laughs> a holiday sports-tacular, yes. which is going on all month long leading up to the new year, and we're not even talking sports. We're not. But we, the, what we're talking about, we treat like a sport. Yes, we treat it at, with the discipline yeah. and focus right. that the top athletes in the world, lo, your LeBron Jameses, right. your Tom Brady's, yes. treat their sports. We're watching the tape. We're doing the homework. We're making plays. Right. We're so seeing what doesn't work, what works. It's a very special episode because we're not talking about sports at all. We're talking <laughs> about Hallmark Slash Lifetime slash Mar Vista Christmas, Christmas movies. movies. That's right. You Woo! might have seen them around. They're on uh, Netflix. They're all over your uh, TiVo, I'm sure, because <laughs> you probably use TiVo and you probably are still recording anytime you see a Christmas movie title on the guide. Yeah, they're great. And oh, they're the best. Ashley and I have been obsessed with them for many years now, probably yes. our whole relationship pretty much. Yeah, I think so. Um, every December we watch more and more of them, and now we're on a full-on binge. We're full-on. Throughout December we watch as many as we can. And we take notes, we rate them, we... Uh, we uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, <laughs> we take we, notes and rate them. We, hey, I mean that's more than most people are doing. So if you're doing more than that, you know, let us know. Yeah. But so you know, I apologize if you really want some hot sports content. But also, I don't apologize because you know, if you're not in the Christmas mood, the Chris, the holiday spirit, all you got to do is listen to this podcast and watch a few of these movies, and right. you will be swept up uh, in the magic yes. of this time of season. And our guest today is. Also, is not a big sports fan. No. Um, in fact, she was very relieved when we asked her to come on the podcast and then told her we don't need to talk about sports. Right. Uh, her name is Jocelyn Richard, and she is oh so funny. The funniest. And she has a lot of great things to say about uh, these Christmas movies. She ju is on the same level as us when it comes to enthusiasm and focus. Right, right. And note-taking and making sure that things check certain boxes. That's right. In order to be a good quality Hallmark Christmas movie. Right. Yeah. And we have high standards for these. I, I mean, we're no, you know, critics. 
movie critics. We're no uh, Siskel and Ebert or right. Lights, Camera, Jackson or anyone like that. <laughs> right. But we have a lot of opinions. We do. And I value our opinions. And I value our opinions and we hope you do too. Jocelyn is a very funny comedy writer that I met while we were co-workers at Funny or Die for a while. And she's gone on. She's written for... Shows you may have heard of uh, <laughs> our cartoon president on Showtime, and she just wrapped up well, writing a second season of "I Love You, America," which is a Sarah Silverman yes. show on Hulu. Yes, very funny show with a lot of great writers, and Jocelyn's one of them. And man, Jocelyn is is just so fun to talk to. She's, uh, um, yeah, she's great. Yeah. And one of these days, we're gonna sit down. One of these days, in the next couple of weeks, before this Christmas, we're gonna sit down and watch a Christmas movie. I can't begin to explain how excited I am for that day for the three of us to sit down, watch, critique, and then discuss. Right. Roast some chestnuts, maybe. Uh, yeah. Pour. Uh, we got a couple fireplaces in this board's uh, courts. That's right. We've got five to six, depending on what you consider a fireplace <laughs> legally. Right. Uh, in the sports board's headquarters, <laughs> we'll invite her over, roast some chestnuts, maybe pour some boiling hot eggnog, some oh. cool apple cider, oh. and sip it up. You, uh, I think we disagree on this. Oh, that's, that's how I drink my eggnog, boiling hot. Does it turn to scrambled eggs? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I love scrambled eggnog. Ew. I, like, if, I ain't chewing, if I ain't chewing my eggnog, oh. then... I don't want any part of it. Oh, Ashley's barfing all over the place. <laughs> well, folks, yeah, uh, once again, this is the on the board's day of Christmas holiday sports tacular. We hope you're having a great holiday season. Um, Hanukkah just started. Yeah. We're about to head over to a Hanukkah party right Ooh. now, and we are excited, and I hope you're excited too. Please enjoy this episode of Sports Board. <laughs> Sports news artist, sports news artist, sports news artist, sports artist, sports is artist, sports is artist, sports is art. Ashley, welcome to Sports Boys. Thank you. My name is Ben Wheatmarsh. I'm sitting next to Ashley Chavez. And we have a guest today on a very special edition of Sports Sports. Yes. Her name's Jocelyn Richard. Jocelyn, welcome. Uh, thank you for having me. I'm so excited that we're not going to be talking about sports. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we invited you. Uh, thank you. Um, because we knew you would have something to say about uh, this week's subject. And Jocelyn, it's, it's extra special because this is actually the second episode of On the Board's Day of Christmas... Oh. A holiday sports-tacular <laughs> oh my sports sports uh, for December. So yes. our first guest was Jason Flowers, and you know well. I do know well. And what did uh, he talk about on on sports-tacular? Sport sport <laughs> on the sports day of Christmas, <laughs> yeah. holiday sports-tacular. Uh, we talked with Jason. You guys can l listen to it. Uh, it's in the feed. Uh, we talked to Jason about what gifts he would get his his uh, sports figures, uh, or we all talked about what oh. gifts we would get <laughs> famous sports figures. That's what it was. Yeah. Oh. 
So uh, that's available for download and rating and oh, thumbs up, thumbs down. Hey, just to let Jason you know. Flowers. Yeah, we all used to, me and Jocelyn and Jason used to sit right next to each other in kind of like a triangle. We did. At the funnier dining sit in a triangle. And yeah. I sat across from somebody, and I feel like I don't know who it was really even. Do you remember? <laughs> oh, I remember Dave Rosenberg. Oh, yeah. Remember him? No, Tall, no, redhead guy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a guy. I He moved back to New York City. So, Dave, if you're talking or if you're listening right now. You um, know, I love Dave and I feel bad that I didn't remember that we sat across from each happens. other. And, yeah. and I would, ki- I would uh, kick him all the time accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> he's a good sport. Yeah, yeah. He keeps a low profile. He does. Dave does. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Jocelyn, we invited you over today. Uh, w- one, we'd love to hear what you have to say about sports, if you have anything to say about sports. But secondly, and more importantly, we invited you over because you share a passion of ours, which is the Christmas movies made by companies like Hallmark, Lifetime, Mar Vista. That's the big boy, Mar Vista. Yes. Mar Vista is the big boy. And, Monopoly. And I think I wanted, like, I wanted to start off the conversation uh by kind of figuring out a better way to label these Christmas movies. I know. Because there's something that me and Ashley have watched for our entire relationship, and we love them more and more every year. Right. Or you might say we're obsessed with them. Lightweight. And folks at home, if you're unfamiliar with this, I don't know where the hell you've been. <laughs> Come on. But every year, like home, the Hallmark Channel, Lifetime, those are popular channels. But Mar Vista is like a production company that makes these types of kind of low budget, <laughs> quickly shot, kind of surreal almost Christmas movies. And they are so delightful. And yeah. now Netflix is getting into it yeah. and ordering like their 80 original ones a year. So between all of them, I want to say I, I read that it, they're making like 400. That could be off, but I think that sounds like they, they're making a ton. Yeah, that's not, I mean, Hallmark I saw may, is making, I think uh, it was in the 30s. Yes. They for, make just like for this year. 34 a year. Yeah, okay, so, so probably not four hundred. But no, but lot. Netflix has but that Netflix money, and you know they're always saying yes to everything. So they I wouldn't are. be surprised if they're like, let's really ramp this up. Let's catch up with Hallmark and Lifetime. Favor of it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, hey, it just like, means more. Is more it, insanity. The more things that are getting made, and hopefully, you know, people are getting work from it. Hey, number one, number two, and I just love consuming these damn things. Right. Me too. They're great. And I actually have a bone to pick with the Netflix ones. Uh, <gasps> Jocelyn, I don't know how your feelings are about them, but I do think the Netflix ones, they, they I think they're a little too, uh, you know, kind of aware so or something. I was thinking about this because like some of the ones that were on Hallmark and Lifetime tend to be like those audiences are like pretty like I want to say, you know, not in a shitty way, but middle of the country sort of really broad audience. Right. And a lot of them have like really overt sort of Christian overtones and stuff like that. And I feel like Netflix is coming and saying like we're going to make them for like kind of hip ones for sort of our, you know, millennials that are on Netflix and and don't watch them on the Hallmark Channel on TV. And they have a little bit of a different tone. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, Chris, uh, no, what is it? Uh, Princess Switch. 
We haven't watched it yet. Oh, we haven't watched I it. I know, yet. I know. So I, just that's to, what I'm yeah. telling Ben. I just want to say that I've been trying to get him to watch this movie for since we found out about it. <laughs> and he goes, I don't know, because he's been burned by one Netflix one before. Yes. And by <laughs> the way, I've only watched one of the Netflix uh, Christmas Which one? movies. The one from last Christmas year. Prince. Christmas Prince. This is, and they now they have a Christmas Prince too. Right. Yeah, man, we've seen, the algorithm knows that me and Ashley love yeah. these things, and that's They're all we see. They're throwing them straight at but it. But, like, yeah. pris- uh, Princess Switch has, like, this, like, really crazy meta moment, really aware moment in it, which I'll let you discover for yourself, but I want to say I was not on board. I just want it straight through, you know? Right, right, yeah. right. And, yeah, see, that's what I'm saying about the awareness thing. I feel like they're a little... Uh, my guess is just that Netflix is always going to be a little too cute with it and a right. little winky and, like, oh, look what we're doing now. Like, I don't want that. That's yes. not why I watch these. And exactly. You know, but we, as connoisseurs of shitty Christmas movies, need to watch it. You think you need to watch something that's, like, winking at you? I think that we need to watch it only because the amount of people that have texted me about it personally because they know I love these have said, you have to watch this. I have opinions. And so it is my duty to watch it and give the bad opinions. Right. Yeah. And and I I will say you got to have a larger sample size to have such a strong judgment as I do on it. And to appreciate the new crazy Hallmark ones, you need to watch a really winky one. It's not that much of our time to just watch the one yeah. Netflix one. Yeah. All right. I like, pledge. It's not that big of a I deal. I pledge like, here and now we will watch the Princess Switch. Is and that I what it's still called? love yeah. Princess Switch. Like, it just had this one, like, bizarre moment in it. Yeah, and I don't like that. The rest of it was pretty, like, straight and narrow. In but I'm dying to ones. see it for myself now. I have to see it. it. It's got Vanessa, Vanessa Hudgens as, like twin you know right two characters it's the best right so me and ashley sent over to jocelyn our favorite of these types of movies and jocelyn sent over her favorite and we both rewatched them recently we both had already yes. watched them in the past uh, <laughs> because uh like we said we are both uh, all three of us are uh man we just love these things jocelyn let everybody know what your favorite is my favorite which i mean this was my favorite like before like a day ago where i watched <laughs> uh the spirit of christmas now on netflix so that one might be my new favorite but <laughs> before that it was christmas in the smokies oh yes christmas uh, in the smokies christmas yes. in the smokies and there's a couple reasons i love it and one of them is because it's like really christian and jesus-y compared to a lot of them and so it doesn't it goes against a lot of the themes that you see in the rest of them which i think this would probably be number one on my list of essentials is like high-powered businesswoman who has to overcome a goal that happens to be near christmas (laughs) (laughs) business school like all offices have their most high stakes sale like (laughs) but (laughs) because this one is so conservative it's like she doesn't want any of that she just she's like i want to live in my same house and work on a berry farm and not aspire to do anything career wise yeah. there's there's definitely a lot to unpack here and we yeah. will be listing the essentials we will. Uh, you know, throughout this so yeah we no, will no, be no. listing our essentials that you need to have in in these good christmas ones but you touched on one thing <laughs> when we watched uh, christmas in the smokies which is 
truly weird in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah. And overtly Christian, uh, or at least more overtly Christian, I, I mean, think, than others. others. She gives, like, her speech at the end, I'll, you know, to dive right into the end, is giving, like, her, like, what she's learned, and she throws in, like... I believe a baby was born in a manger and then goes right back to talking about Oh, yeah, because that's what her dad says when they're, like, not worried about how they're going to lose the farm. Right. Yeah. It just gets really, like, Jesus-y for, like, 10 seconds and then goes back to normal. Yeah, they dip in and out. You're right. They dip in and out. And uh, a very, I think, funny thing about Christmas in the Smokies that that stuck with me, which I think Christmas in the Smokies (laughs) overall, I think, is is a pretty dull movie. It is. Like, when I watch it again for, like, the third time, and granted, (laughs) I'd just seen, like, a Christmas, uh, the spirit of Christmas, but, like, it really, like, has some boring moments a lot of them yeah there's a lot of like very long boring scenes (laughs) (laughs) and like stuff about like real estate development (laughs) she makes like six separate trips to the bank that you probably could narrow that down to two essential trips easily yeah yeah (laughs) yeah But the the one thing that sticks out to me the most is uh, throughout the whole movie, and, and it has the essential part, which is a, a woman is uh, is finding love with a man who she never thought she would find love with. Yes. I think that's an essential for me, at least. Um, someone she, who had left her. Someone who had maybe wronged her, wronged her or at right. least that she had never thought of, thought that she would get with at yeah. some point. But she ends up getting with him, I guess, at the end. But throughout the whole movie, they never kiss once. No, there's no, there's like nothing, nothing sexual. Not no. one kiss. At the very end, they slow dance together to no music whatsoever. <laughs> no music. <laughs> <laughs> On a porch. As snow and falls, I, I like in the Smoky Mountains. And voiceover says like, I remembered about like the baby in the manger right. and then it fades out. <laughs> there's nothing like sexual about it (laughs) no and there's not even an implied like hey let's go over here and kiss (laughs) no no nothing (laughs) which i think is is crazy like at least give them a kiss at the end do you think they had a conversation like this is a so if you haven't watched christmas in the smokies folks you got to (laughs) but the whole the entire thing is very clearly leading to the main character woman um, getting back together yeah. with this dude who has come back. He's a big country star and <laughs> has come back <laughs> to their hometown. Um, and, of course, he embarrassed himself on a country dancing show, uh, yeah. and he's come back home. Anyway, it all, it's all leading to this <laughs> final moment where, of course, yes, they should kiss at the end where snow is falling on them, and they decided some... The director, I guess, at some point was like, should we have them kiss or not? And they decided not to. Yeah. Right. And it's not the thing that was strangest about this is that every every single one we've watched, I'm sure all of us combined, yeah. there's at least a kiss. You gotta. There's at least yeah, a kiss. At least and this one wasn't kiss. it's it's a Christian uh Christmas movie, but it's not Christian enough to have removed that because I can't help but That's think that I it's mean. a like Christian movie decision to not have them kiss. Like they have other things in it where, you know, they, they mention church and they mention, but they don't even say like Jesus. They say like the no, baby, they, the a baby, baby was, yeah, exactly. Right. They never even say, and then all of the country music, like all the music that he plays the whole movie is just like public domain Christmas. Yeah. Oh man. Like, That's so like, funny. You said that, that was, Christian ben just 
made that comment last yeah. time we were rewatching. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of my, like, one of my, another one of my essentials <laughs> that I even wrote down right here was, uh, um, I wrote down acting like a basic ass public domain Christmas song, <laughs> yeah. like "Come All Ye Faithful" like, or "I Wish You a Merry Christmas" is something special. They're like, like, yeah, they like everyone's screaming, and he's at like, and he's playing, and it's like litter, a little drummer boy or yeah. something. It's like the worst song. <laughs> yeah, and they're they're just the most basic Christmas movies, and he's singing like "Oh Come All Ye Faithful," and there, there's like kids like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we love him. And she's like looking at him and like getting into him because he's like crooning with this like third grade christmas pageant right yes yeah oh man it's (laughs) it's so uh yeah it's great and then the other very like kind of uh like just whispered christian christianity thing that's happening is she lives with her parents right yeah or it's it's never really like uh spoken like that she lives with her parents but she's clearly like in her 30s yeah yes mid 30s i would say they Mid-30s say for sure. that so he like dumps her and and it starts off with this like flashback scene where she's like waiting for him to show up and he never comes and so then I think they say it's what like twelve years later or something. So yeah, yeah. she's it's she's got to be in her thirties. And she mentions that she was like sixteen or seventeen when it right. when the original thing happened. Okay, yeah. So, so they're trying to say she's there's no way she's twenty eight. She's definitely yeah. thirty four. Like hundred oh percent like, thirty four years old. Yeah, for real. And she yeah they never really like get into it, but she like lives with her parents and she says like I like this way of life and I don't want to change and when he comes to stay with them they make him stay not even in the same house he has to sleep in the barn in the barn yeah, yeah. and it's weird that he can't find he's born and raised in this town that he comes back to he runs into the ex-girlfriend's dad and yeah. then the dad says you can stay at our house after this boy had left his 16-year-old daughter <laughs> to be famous. No, and he doesn't like, know anyone else in this town. I mean, it, they do mention that both his parents have died. Yeah. But he doesn't know anyone else in this town he was born and raised in. I know. And he pays, like, an exorbitant, mo- like, $4,000 like a month. To, like, stay in the barn. Well, I mean, he's clearly, like, for some reason into her again, but it never yes, explains. Even though she's, right. like, very mean to him. She's mean. From the beginning. And he says, like, he, he agrees to help them out. And he's like... Oh, you know, I have to go do a gig in Seattle. And she's like, how dare you? Oh, yeah. She's like, yeah. She tells him, don't even play the concert. Don't even come back. Don't do this. And it's like, you're about to lose your house if he doesn't come back. Well, we're getting really into the weeds of this movie. (laughs) I mean, it's bonkers. Folks, you definitely need to watch it. But I think so, because I really want to talk about your guys and then maybe we can compare essentials. Cool. Yeah. Well, before yeah, before we get into that, Jocelyn, I did want to ask you, and this is kind of a, a very heady philosophical yeah. question, but do you genuinely enjoy these movies? Ah, that is such a good question. Or yeah, or is it people say these things, uh, which I don't necessarily agree with. That people like hate watch, or you know, some other people say they hate listen to like I Taylor know. Swift or something like that, which I think is is bullshit. But to me, I genuinely love them. But I want to know what you are. That's your a thought good is. question. I I was dating this guy a long time ago, and he like this was like I think probably why we weren't compatible and broke up. But he was like, you watch these ironically. 
like anything when I, that I watched that was sort of like not good. And I would say, no, it's not ironic. I really love it. And then he would say, but you laugh at it. And that means that it can't be genuine. If, if you, if you look at it in a critical way. And so in my mind, it's hard to tell like where the line is between laughing at something because or or just enjoying it because of the ridiculous elements or loving it I mean when I watch them I do love them like I'm not hate I don't hate like I love watching Christmas in the Smokies you know so but it's but then it's like I'm looking at the these characters and you know and and being critical of them and so I don't know yeah, I mean, it is it is a line that we're, I, I guess, but does the line really have to exist is my question. Like, is it right. a line between, like, kind of making fun of, I guess you would say you're, like, making fun of something versus, like, genuinely thinking it's good. But, like, do we have to make that distinction? Like, I, to me, if I enjoy right. it, then I think it's good, and then I, I keep wanting them to make more, so that makes me want, right. that makes it clear to me that I really enjoy what they're doing. So, and also, when, what does bad mean? Because for me, when I watch these, they are really good for what they are. They're the best version of what they are, and they're good. Right. But if you, if you applied some other standard to them, for example, like being made for more than $1.5 million, I guess then you would say that it's bad. But to me, it's not bad. It's like such a good execution of what these are supposed to be. Yes. Yeah. Every time. You know? Agreed. Yeah. yeah. And I like that you said that you enjoy the ridiculousness of them. That is something to look forward to and to love. Yeah. And that- I, I enjoy the, the weird like standard that is across all of them that I, I know we'll get into. That's just sort of like now a trope of this genre that is emerging with all of them. I right. mean, that's the best. I look forward to it when I watch a new right. one because I know that I'm going to check the boxes for it. Yeah, and the fact that there are, like, boxes we're checking and they still are fun and, like, surprising yeah. sometimes. And uh, so sometimes, all, most of the time, they're surprising. And, like, what it really boils down to for me is, like, I really love – when my favorite thing, the funniest thing in the world to me is uh, in terms of like movies and TV shows is when things are, like are progressing as you expect them to. But everything's just a little bit off. Yeah. Like yeah, things right. here and there are just a little bit off. And to me, that's like so funny and like so great when you can watch a movie that like we were watching a movie, the uh, one of these Christmas movies the other day. And uh, Ashley, if you can remember the name of it, uh, let me know. But uh, we were watching it in multiple Which times <laughs> during the movie, multiple times during the movie, an actor would leave or a character would leave <laughs> the, the scene and close a door and the door wouldn't close all the way. <laughs> and and it, they just left it in the edit, yeah. which I think is just so it's That was so a Christmas funny. wedding planner. A Christmas oh, wedding highly planner. Highly recommend if you haven't seen it yet. <laughs> I haven't seen it. 
that kind of stuff that I, d- even though it is like you would call it a continuity or, or so, but it sounds like <laughs> the door was just like broken yeah. and they're like, I'll leave it or something. Yeah, which is great. <laughs> like uh, to me, like if a movie, I, I always love when something like surprises me and it feels like it's organic. In yeah. A, like that felt organic <laughs> and real. Like that is what kind of would happen in real life. Right. <laughs> but it's happening in this movie, which, you know, in theory, there is someone like editing this and could just like cut it before. I just remembered like so in Princess Switch with, you know, Vanessa Hudgens plays like two characters and they're identical looking. And so like they always shoot it like a one, two and they're always going back and forth. And obviously they have to have like a stunt double with her same hair and there's this one scene where her her ponytail's like totally different every time they cut that, and they just like didn't fix it. Oh yeah. And I just like love that they don't care. I like, know. Right? Yes. They don't have time to care usually. But yeah, they really they're making these things in like three care. days. It's not yeah. like huge. It's just like in one of them, it's flowing down her back, and then in the other one, they forgot to put it back there again. It's just like in front of her. <laughs> Uh, and to me, that that amazing. is so that, and that's not the only reason I love it. Just for these little yeah. mishaps and stuff, but it's, <laughs> I think it is uh, emblematic of how it, it feels like very genuine that they're trying to tell this story that has like very clear beats, and you know, it's it's very kind of like you can see it coming from a mile away. But there's still all these details that get found in the like in between those big beats that are so fun and like ridiculous and oh man I, just thrilling to and me. you're sort of like you're allowed to have them because the the magic of it is just like you're always gonna get that and it's like other movies people are so nitpicky about like continuity stuff and in this one it's just in these it's like who cares like right it's just you're going towards a goal and it's so fun and you don't care like there's no need to reshoot anything yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah ever. I, like, and why would yeah why would you the <laughs> first one was perfect when that door didn't close just yeah. freaking right. leave it move on like you guys have to watch the spirit of christmas which has to do with this guy who it who is a ghost from like 1920 <gasps> yes we have seen this okay one. I okay do so the real hotel? quick yeah yeah real quick yes. jason i'm gonna interrupt just yeah. to let everybody yes, listening uh in on <laughs> a little bit of uh me and ashley's uh you know every december for the last couple of years we've been keeping a notebook <laughs> of all the christmas movies we watch all the like these types of christmas movies we watch where we write a summary of the plot and then we go through and uh hit a couple boxes number one if there was mistletoe in it our favorite quote then the first kiss and then we give a rating oh that's so good um (laughs) and they're all it's like it's kind of it it kind of feels like a job sometimes at the end of the night (laughs) Uh, but i i do appreciate reading back and i'm flipping through the book and i just saw that we did watch the spirit of christmas last year 
Um, and I remember it. <laughs> Wait, mainly. was it? Because it, it's, it's, people are acting like it's new, but it must just be new because Netflix bought it and just put it on Netflix, right? Because everyone's oh, okay. watching it this year. Oh, really? But we watched it last I'm year. Gl- you, okay, good. And it's, it is the one with the like Vermont hotel or whatever. Yes. Okay, great. Yes. yes. Oh, I'm so excited <laughs> you guys saw it. Yeah. So it's called The Spirit of Christmas. And, and you said <laughs> it is available on Netflix? It is. Okay. Yes. So if you haven't watched it's it, it's making the rounds. Definitely going to watch it. Uh, but, do you want to give a quick summary? Well, I just, so the spirit of Christmas is that, oh my God, I love it. There's a, a woman who is an ambitious career woman and <laughs> she right. is, she's like a lawyer or, or a paralegal, something like that. She's tasked with appraising a property. And when she gets to the property, it turns out that every appraiser in the whole country is afraid of ghosts. <laughs> And she can't get the hotel appraised because there's a 1920s ghost living in the hotel. But, like, they don't... The best thing about it is the way that he talks is, like, this wasn't that long ago. And he... he, They don't know how to make him sound old-timey. Like, he'll say things like, I do declare this is an off-limits hotel. (laughs) And you're like... Oh, that's weird sounding. But yeah, For the Vermont. ghost. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the ghost is a hunk too. He's so hunky. <laughs> yeah, this weird hunky ghost who who talks strangely and. Well, and this I think is a good example. The spirit of Christmas is a good example. I'm reminded now how a lot of uh, a lot of these movies, and me and Ashley joke about this a lot. A lot of these movies, after you watch it, you sometimes realize, oh yeah, this was probably like. A different type of movie that was like, well, we can't justify making this movie, <laughs> yeah. uh, so we're gonna just make it about Christmas. Right. I know, like, so this was probably kind of like a horror movie that it was. was. <laughs> That's I never realized that before, but it is so weird because they. Well, part of the movie is a certain time period when he is able to come back in his mortal self and and they it's like it happens to coincide with right before christmas but in the movie it has to do with an old bootlegging trip he took so it makes (laughs) (laughs) like makes no sense (laughs) she's like oh it's the two weeks before christmas and he happened to (laughs) he's going to disappear at christmas (laughs) so there's like a time limit yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god because they fall in love yeah of, of course you're He's right the lead. i like, didn't even put that together like none of it has to do with christmas his no. original story yeah <laughs> and like- j- quick quick tangent we did we recently watched <laughs> a different one called a christmas wedding planner oh yeah 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 you just mentioned that um, yeah. oh man and that's the one wait no is that the one with tatiana ali no, no, no. <gasps> that is... Um, oh, no, no. It was not the Tatiana Ali one, no. but a different one. Anyway, Shoot, it was very clearly just about a wedding planner. <laughs> yes. And the wedding happened to be on Christmas Eve. Yes. Uh, and that was, oh man, was that was a be full a Christmas bonkers wedding. one that's too. Yeah. Wow, maybe that's how they're making these. Is like everyone's saying to people, like, if you've got a movie and you want it made, like, put Christmas in it and we can get it made. Right. right. Shove a few Christmas details oh, in. Oh my God. That's and then, a good... 
observation. I'm so stupid now yeah. that I'm no. like watching and I'm like, a no. great Christmas story. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, put on the hot cocoa. <laughs> We're going to watch a story about a haunted mansion yeah. with a ghost. And half about like getting properties appraised. Yes. Like a <laughs> yeah, a lot. If you want to learn about how properties is a big deal in yeah. like yeah. New England get appraised. And how, like all appraisers are so unprofessional. They're like, I'm not going to go to that ghost. Yeah. You say there's a ghost in there? No way. No way. <laughs> because appraisers have to spend the night I in know. the Oh, in yeah, the you must um, And then real quick, since we wrote it down, I will um, say uh, for, this is for um, the spirit of Christmas. Our favorite quote, <laughs> our favorite quote um, was, DJ is not my name. DJ is an... <laughs> DJ is an absolutely ridiculous name. <laughs> That's the ghost apparently had to correct someone to tell him that DJ is not my name. DJ is an absolutely ridiculous name, which it is. So that ghost is kind of right. Oh, God. I remember that. It's when, like, he shows up and she has to quickly, like, cover for why he's there. And she's like, That's DJ. And he says, No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> that's DJ. Oh, so yeah, yeah, that's everyone right. can see this ghost, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah everyone that's can see the ghost. That's another weird thing is yeah. that, like, <laughs> when he comes back to Earth for two weeks, like, everybody can see him. So he's not really, like, kind of like a time traveler in a way yeah more right. than a ghost but then there's an but then there's another ghost not i mean i not to spoil anything yeah, i yeah. think but yeah. i mean oh, I, I also i misinterpreted the plot about five times so i don't know if yeah. there's <laughs> another ghost that he could be the only ghost. yeah sometimes they do get a little confusing there's a bad guy um, i'm not sure if the bad guy was a ghost or not but um Man, yeah. such a good one. That's a, that is such a it good really, one. It really, yes, agreed. Um, yeah, so <laughs> folks, that's another one for you. Put it on the list. The spirit of Christmas. Uh, if you're in for maybe like a horror, a kind of, <laughs> right. kind of a like, horror romantic Christmas was, movie. I, like something, yeah, that was originally supposed to be like a ga- a gangster movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Prohibition era movie. Right. right. Exactly. Yeah. So w- when you watch that, put that lens on. Yeah. And you'll see what we're talking about. And it's going to change your life with these movies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, Justin, are there any other. Have we not uh, mentioned a few of your. Um, the principal. Or the. Uh, what did we call them? The things that are always in the movies. The well, essentials. I think that the one that hits most all essentials is Christmas Kiss 2. We should get into that. Oh, sure. Yes. yes. It yes. hits like all the boxes. I, think I agree. love that one. Christmas yes. Kiss 2 is 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 <laughs> my is my favorite. I don't want to yeah. speak for you, Ashley. As well as me. Yes, I love Christmas Kiss 2. It's the number one movie that I mentioned when I bring up my love for these Christmas movies. I'm and like, I've seen it in like when I when I went to rewatch Christmas in the Smokies and then I went and rewatched that one and it really like blows that one out of the water like it's so good. It only has one box of mine that's not checked, which oh. I'll get to and maybe you can guess what it is, but 
give us a, a little synopsis of that one. Yeah. Um, I, you know what I can do is I can just read the summary that I wrote yeah. and, and just give a little bit more context on <laughs> these. A lot of times these are written. Um, our summaries are written like at the end of the night when I'm a little uh, like high. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the only way to do that. I yeah. know. <laughs> So uh, this is this is where it gets. So with that in mind, please don't judge. They're uh, and they're all like sloppily written, so I might uh, stumble <laughs> a little bit. Christmas kiss two, underlined. It happened again. <laughs> this one was a whirlwind from the very beginning. It was a sequel. It was a sequel to a Christmas kiss one, obviously, but only in that a few of the minor characters were the same and that a kiss <laughs> in an elevator is the pivotal scene in both movies. <laughs> the story starts with a hardworking assistant to a fashion designer who is overworked and underloved. Her dad hates her because he has a new <laughs> because he has a new family. Let remind me about the dads in these, by the way. Yeah, There's this right, is a thing that's a key one, yeah. That happens a lot. Um at work one day, she kisses a dude in an <laughs> elevator that turns out to be the boss's brother who is known for being a playboy. She resists him because uh, she resists him because she don't want to get used and abused. <laughs> at, at first, it seems like the guy is criminally harassing her, even yeah. though he has a girlfriend. Uh, she resists him and has a guy. Uh, even though, sorry, this is poorly <laughs> written. Uh, even. Even though he has a girlfriend, she resists him and has a guy friend who briefly poses as her boyfriend. <laughs> Eventually, the woman inexplicably begins liking the harassment this guy is inflicting on her and wins her over with a grand gesture. That night, in the same elevator they first kissed by, you guessed it, proposing with a giant, obvious K-Jewelers <laughs> Leo Diamond. Oh. I love that scene. Oh, man. Leo Diamond Ring. <laughs> oh, man. Once again, underline, it happened again. <laughs> yes, yes. Because that's what happened in Christmas Kiss 1, too. Right. Overall, this movie's tone was all over the place. People <laughs> were evil and nice simultaneously. And, uh, uh, sorry, I don't even know what this says. People were, were evil and nice simultaneously and shifted so drastically all the time. It was truly a thrill ride. <laughs> it is. That's pretty perfect. Yeah. Does it, did, it, did I leave anything out there? Oh, man. No. I mean, that pretty much yeah, sums it up. I think the main thing that uh, I uh, stuck out to me when we watched Christmas Kiss 2 was <laughs> the guy, the love interest is like an evil harasser. He's like, it's really feels gross and uncomfortable. Right. The, right. the extent to which he like pursues her without, uh, you don't really get his motivation of why he does it. I mean, they have a really hot and heavy kiss, but. <laughs> well, yeah, let's talk about the kiss because <laughs> yeah. the, it's the titular kiss. Right. Happens like right away because they're stuck in the elevator, right? Will you check to see if there's mistletoe in the elevator? Is there's, that why? There is. Okay, that's why. And, oh, yes. And uh, I love there's a the lot elevator because it has a couple decorations in the, the Christmas, like in the back of the elevator, like this office, which is in Boston. The whole movie takes place in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> which, what, like, what, like, fashion? Yeah, the fashion oh, no. capital of the world, yeah. Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah. <laughs> But like it's out of control Christmassy. Yeah. Which is one of my check boxes, which is that everything in these movies has to be like 
grown adults take Christmas so seriously. Right. Every corner of everything is decorated with Christmas. Yeah, they kind of lose their mind and put their lives on pause just Mm. to decorate like two weeks beforehand and this and that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so what happens in both the Christmas cases, but this one in particular, they're stuck in the elevator and just they're strangers in the elevator. And she has a boyfriend and she kisses this just random guy who she sees in the elevator and it's not like he does like anything romantic or no like cool they they are just stuck in an elevator and then they're like look at each other and kiss each other i mean it's because there there is mistletoe there but still like but that's not a contract no (laughs) that's not legally binding a contract no like a rapey elevator yeah and then he just like after that he just like pursues her in all sorts of like gross probably illegal ways yeah yes and her boss the guy's sister yes like is uh, she's always like oh do you like him or stay away from him and it's just like everyone is just so confusing right right her attitude she has a weird attitude because she's like another one of my for this genre of movie is like the hot like the Cheryl Sandberg female boss character that's in a lot of these that I love. Oh, a good topical but, reference. Yeah. <laughs> Cheryl Sandberg, S E O O Facebook, right? But she's like weird. She's weird in this movie because she's like protective. Like she tells her brother, like stay away from my assistant. Right. Yeah, like don't she, ruin another one. Yeah, or she's like that. not another one of your playthings. But then when the assistant says, like, hey, I, I kind of want to uh, move forward in my career and, and go into more design work, she's like, no, don't. And then so then it's like, where what's your attitude towards this person? Then you hate right. her. Yeah. They, the, <laughs> yeah. One other thing is uh, that happens in these because the characters sometimes are so, like, broadly drawn. Yeah. That sometimes they get a little confusing because they are just like so. She that was broadly drawn probably as like hard ass boss. Like right. she's a hard ass boss, but then it's like well, but she's also like oh the mentor of this right. woman. So she, she we have to give her a few lines where she's like kind of looking out for her, but then other times she's just full on hard ass boss. She's just full on like feels like the devil wears Prada woman where she's just sort of like competitive and like mercenary and is yeah. like oh well my assistant's really good so i'm gonna like squash all her dreams so right. you never know how to feel about the boss yeah yeah and and then <laughs> i i mentioned before the the fathers in these things are always oh one of God. two there's two separate types of dads in these uh, one is the Christmas in the Smokies dad, yeah. who is like the wise old man, almost like elderly. <laughs> yeah, like grandpa. Like, he's like basically like, is this guy Santa Claus? Or? Yeah, <laughs> I'm he's not like really a Santa sure. Claus stand-in. Yeah, 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 like completely useless in any practical way, but he like kind of calms you down and like is feels wise. And then the other one is a ch- completely ass like true ruthless asshole of a man who hates the girl for either not being married or (laughs) not being successful enough, not not having the right job or like being an assistant fashion designer instead of a real fashion designer. (laughs) Come on. 
so I mean, I guess the the men are all very like kind of by the book, which makes sense because the women are the stars of these, uh, yeah, stars yeah. of the show right. here. But like the other essential that I had down was uh, was the men all kind of like don't look like actors that you would see in movies. They kind of look like Lexus commercial actors. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> they really do, or like maybe kind of soap soap opera yeah but uh, maybe yeah, yeah but kind of like not like re- that's a really good descriptor like car commercial like luxury car commercial guys yeah and yeah. it, it kind of sh- like it, sh- <laughs> oh, it shows, it shows. <laughs> because they seem like guys who haven't had to talk on on camera as much as they've had well, to disappear the, on camera the guy right. in the christmas kiss too is one of my favorites because he he goes really big with his facial expressions he has weird huge grimaces right he should not have and just like it's bizarre yeah ashley if you're not remembering him look him up i think i remember him i think he was the one from wrapped up in christmas the creepy (gasps) guy that we don't like that's the one with tatiana ali that's right i think it's the same guy and And i'm gonna look this up right now who plays her like roommate guy the um guy from mean girls that dude has done like 25 <gasps> yes of yes he's always he was on my uh, on my checklist of like this he guy is part of the checklist like, yes you uh, gotta have that guy in we it. were and just he's one, the one that's yeah. not yes oh my god i love that he's part of your checklist because he he's is. essential he's he is. so essential we were just i just looked him up and i looked up his imdb page the other day uh, yeah. because we had the same conversation we just watched a different one that he was in um and Oh yeah, this <laughs> the one. Just man, I, I I could just literally rattle off each each one of these uh, in a fun specific about each of them. But uh, we just watched one with him in it where he's like the small town love interest. Yeah, um, and it was called a Christmas crush. Ooh, that's um, perfect. But it was about a high school <laughs> reunion. Yeah. It is. It is. I mean, it yeah. Is. Uh, I eventually I feel like they'll run out of titles before they run out of like the ability to make these. Well, movies. I was writing down one on my list that was, and there were like four of them that was the twelve blanks of Christmas, and they just keep recycling that twelve dates of Christmas, twelve oh, yeah. right. men of right. Christmas, twelve, 12 crushes of Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> they could make that a hundred times. I'd still That's watch true. Every yeah, one. yeah, a hundred percent. Yes, totally agree. Uh, um, a friend of mine used to work at hallmark and he was part of the development team <gasps> and he would be in charge of Maybe. writing the titles in particular oh, for these movies that's such a dream job that's what i told him and he was like i had to leave because i hated this place and i'm like <sighs> you're living our dream no oh my God. but yeah he said there's definitely a formula because their ceo is crazy and yeah there's a formula and he knows it very well and i'm like does ex-boyfriend have to be involved is that why yeah <laughs> that's part of it well, it, yeah, and what happened with A Christmas Crush was it was, and this has happened a few times. I don't know if you've looked this up, Jocelyn, if you run into this, but the titles change sometimes, yeah, too. Yes. Oh, yeah, when you I look them up on IMDb, it's I not the I think I same. did know that. Because A Christmas Crush was originally called Holiday High School Reunion. <laughs> Which is way better. <laughs> Which is exactly what it is. it's about a holiday high school reunion <laughs> and the crush there i guess there's kind of a crush involved but everyone it's not has like, crushes on everyone it's yeah, so it is, big it, that's interesting because a, a, a holiday reunion is is more secular too it's not just christmas but i mean i really do think that when you go and you want to look up these movies 
you you type in the word Christmas. Like that's how I look them up. Same. You don't type in the word holiday. Right. So right. it's probably like an SEO type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Good, that's yeah, that's, that's probably point. true. Yeah, yeah, because when you put it on Netflix, people search Christmas. They don't yeah. search holiday. Um, anyway, just to, for anyone watching at home, Jonathan Bennett is the actor oh, yeah. who we're talking All-star. about. He was in Mean Girls. Right. That's where you'll probably recognize him from. But he's mean been girls in so many Girls and most recently Ariana Grande's Thank You Next music video. <gasps> yes. That's right. Ashley blew my mind with that yep. because we just saw him and I was like, God, this guy's in everything. I got to look him up. Yep. And Ashley's like, well, look up Ariana Grande's video because he's in it. I don't want him to. I want him to just do these. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> just one more <laughs> tangent real quick about Jonathan Bennett. He is in this other he's in this other movie called A Dog Walker's Christmas. <gasps> yes. Take like it takes place in like San Diego. <laughs> yeah. And Jocelyn, have you seen this one? I have not. Oh, you this gotta one watch. is uh, in the Hall of Fame of like left turn bonkers uh, things that happen. But one of the great things is like at literally in the last 10 minutes it's revealed that Jonathan Bennett, he's the main character who is like the love interest, the way he always is, um, like the small town love interest. And it's just revealed that the reason why he became a dog walker, <laughs> which the whole movie's like based on him, like walking a dog yeah. with this woman. And like the whole reason he became a dog walker is because he loves going to a park because he had dyslexia as a child. <laughs> And the park, and the park was the only thing that made sense to him. The dog park is That's the only insane. thing that made sense. To him. And like to me, I don't care who you are. If you don't think that is great and not, uh, well, not ironically funny, twist. just straight up great. There's nothing ironically great about that. That is just straight up great. Yes. That's bizarre. I love yeah. that. When, when he said it on the movie, and this has happened a few times, but like I remember this one mo- most vividly. When he said that in the movie, I paused and I just laid down yeah. on my face. <laughs> I couldn't believe that they were able to drop that. Oh, man. Just right in the last 10 minutes of the movie. I wonder if it was a weird note where they were like, we need like a, chi- a lifelong connection to dog parks besides just being the place where dogs go legally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, need, we need some sort of backstory for why this guy does anything whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so oh Jonathan Bennett, if you're out there, we'd love to have you on Sports Boards. Oh my you're our God. favorite. You're you are our favorite. He's the best. Truly He's great. so good in I these know. movies. Yeah. And he blows everyone out of the water. He really does too. (laughs) He really does. You know, he's he's great at being um, a uh, kind of like best friend. He and that's what he ends up being. Like a couple a couple movies, he's like the best friend who the woman never looked at in that way. He's not gonna be like the prince of Belgrovia or whatever. (laughs) Like the made up (laughs) European. Country is where the prince is always from. Right. And he's not a Lexus commercial. (laughs) (laughs) He's not a Lexus commercial. No, he's not at all. And this is this is a true story. (laughs) I said to Ashley before we looked him up, I was like, you know what he seems like is a guy who did a lot of like musical theater in high school in Ohio. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. And then we looked it up, and he's from Ohio. He's oh, from like the it. Toledo area. Nailed and I was it. like, man, I knew all these guys who like. He's did. like Mr. Glee. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he's great him. at it. Like he's oh, man, flawless. He's so good. He's so good in everything. He's the best. Yeah. Really. Um. And just uh. <laughs> yeah. We, speaking Look, of like being good in these. The girlfriend in A Christmas Kiss 2, his, like, model girlfriend, I've never seen anyone worse. And, like, she's just so bad. I don't want to be a hater, but. No, 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 no. no. Oh, my God, she's so bad. But it makes it, you know, I, I still love it. Right, yeah, she is. Uh, there we and go. And I just looked up a picture of her. We're Another showing. Christmas. So look up oh, Christmas no, no, kiss no, too. No, not even her. Oh, no. Not the main girl. The like model girlfriend that he has, who's like, I knew that you would come back to me someday. And she has her. a weird vague. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I just looked her up right now on IMDb. Oh, that's probably mean. Wait, she yeah. was. She was also I, in a Christmas crush. She was like <gasps> the. Um, she was, because uh, it was very Mean Girls like, right? Uh, she, you movie, know what? And she's the one, the friend that was, um, like, uh, Lacey Chabert, yeah. and she was trying to hook up with like the teacher. Yeah, she's something. You know what? All the, like I most of them say, are something. If she plays the Mean Girl, she's a great Mean Girl. She was good at that. She yeah. was good at that. I'll get, you know what? I've changed my mind on her. She was kind of the ditzy Mean Girl that was sleeping with everyone. Yeah. So yeah, she should. You know. She's that's that's her yeah exactly yeah that's, that's her forte yeah she's she's found it um yeah so christmas kids too just to get like let's go back to that it said it checked off all your boxes except yes. for or were there any other ones that it so checked? i mean there's so many boxes but the ones that i usually like the most and the by the ones. way just to, uh jocelyn <laughs> does have a full page of <laughs> notes that she brought which is i really appreciate <laughs> <Yes>. it <laughs> it's it's the one it's basically like the moral of most of these, it stars a woman who is a, a ambitious career woman. Yes. Who most of the time in these movies is really unprofessional and horrible at her job. <laughs> and, and clumsy, usually, and too. clumsy and flat out bad. <laughs> like, in A Christmas Kiss, too, I think she actually seems like she's good at being an assistant. Whether she's a good clothing designer you'll have to see the, her her portfolio yeah and hopefully another another christmas kiss yeah, yeah. she's that probably title. she's probably at this point you know working runways uh, all over the boston <laughs> yeah. greater right. boston yeah. area yeah. <laughs> you can see her she's with uh backstage new haven at fashion week <laughs> yeah. right now good job <laughs> new haven fashion week <laughs> yeah <laughs> she so, I mean, that's probably my number one. And and then the moral of most of them is that if you're a woman who's too career-oriented, you have to pull back and you have to dial it back. Because <laughs> yes, that's Christmas true. is more important yes. and family is more important. Like, in all of them, they're like, you know what? I don't care about my job anymore. I care about Christmas. And it's, like, such a bizarre, conservative... It's how these movies end up having this weird conservatism in them about women even though on the surface they're sort of empowering but always it's about someone whose whose career is getting in the way of her happiness right and the one thing that's also uh happens all the time is their family is just 
constantly harping on them about yeah. how they work too much and they don't let any men into their lives. Right. right. Or they pick wrong men or they like they really critique the dating hardcore. Right. They're always doing something wrong and it usually has to do with that they work too much and that they're too like uh overbearing and they're too intimidating or something. Right, right. But they never say it in those words, but that's always what they mean. Yes. Um, so that's my like number one that I have to have, uh, <laughs> is that a moral where women need to stop working. Um, <laughs> some other check marks is that there's always a very offensive gay character in a lot of the movies. The, there's the a lot stereotype of those. gay yeah. guy in the, and like, even when I watched the, um, Royal wedding to, what was that one? A Christmas, Christmas prince, prince to a Royal wedding. Right. Oh my God! There's the guy in that is like I can't believe we're still doing this. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow! So I wouldn't say it's like I, you know I wish that they would not, but it's on my checklist of things that are always there. Um, right, and it is funny. Like th- it is true that, w- like you said, the like we said before, it's like these broad characters, and then they they make everyone so broad that like right. we need to know exactly who this person is in the first two seconds we meet them. And right. it ends up being like a very wildly stereotype, like, offensive, like offensive uh, gay movies. character. Yes. Um, but my main one that besides the woman who needs to loosen up is the child of usually the male love interest. <laughs> she has a dead mom. Yes. And she immediately wants a new mom. And yes. she wants a woman... <laughs> the woman to be her mom like immediately and she says things like i want a new mom for christmas or daddy do you want to kiss her or i wish you were my mom and it's like anybody i think whose parents are divorced can speak to this you never want to think about your parents like with the, the uh, another person that's not your parent like, yeah let right? alone a stranger Ever. let yes. alone a stranger like a str- who yeah. just ca- who met you two days ago and is like kind of uh you know bustling around all of a sudden right and it's like so bizarre that they have these little kids and and they have to do it because they have to make it a, as you know least complicated as they can to give this woman permission to be with this guy but like no little kid wants to think about their dad with some strange no, absolutely not. it's never happened dad why don't you kiss her yeah it's like no one wants to think about their dad kissing <laughs> like ever oh no one of my ones on my list was called dear santa which you guys have to watch and it's about a woman this ex- this plays into that one but the woman intercepts a letter from I think a little girl saying I want a new mom for Christmas and ends up kind of tracking the the dad down and like going after him in also a really creepy oh. way where she's tampering with mail and stuff. But <laughs> like, oh my god! Now that's god. a federal yeah. offense, man. It's like it's, this movie's crazy, and the little girl in that is desperate for her dad to get with like a stranger, and it's like. <laughs> But I mean, I love it for that. Every I've little seen girl. the thumbnail for that one for a while now. Yeah. So maybe tonight we watch Dear Santa. Yeah, you gotta yeah. watch Dear Santa. That sounds 
insane. Because she really is like a crazy person who lies and t- t- and tampers with mail and like. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, the so mail tampering is you know that like puts me off imposter. a little bit. You know, it's just like we're supposed to like forget and then like the little girl is just so inexplicably on board like for no reason but <laughs> well that that comes up in a movie we just watched uh all wrapped up in christmas starring yes. tatiana ali yes um where she finds out from the and actually correct me if i'm wrong i'm just doing this off the top of my head but she uh finds out from her kind of lo- on and off love interest uh was it a son or daughter a son who goes to santa claus and it's says tatiana ali's niece oh tatiana ali's niece really that's what it her is dating somebody yeah so the opposite of what her, you're like, saying eight-year-old is, niece is like so into her 35 year old aunts <laughs> like, yes like, she wants her to hook up with, like, every guy they see. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which is a little different. She met one guy that was a little yeah. nice to her and was just like, this is the guy I want my aunt to marry. Like, yeah, and yeah. she's also, Sir. like, 13, and she's acting like she's, like, six. And, like, she's, yeah. like, not yeah. pronouncing she, her R, like, R's right what? and stuff. <laughs> and like, they're simultaneously really infantile because they have to be into Christmas. Right. As right. much as somebody, as much as a kid who still believes in Santa is into it. But then right. they still have to have a bizarre sexual interest in the adults' love lives. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. They, they're like on board with it. And enough to know that they need to spend time alone to like right. seal the deal. And they're like, uh, why didn't you go on that like Ferris wheel and, and like I'll go. Yeah. I'll just know. stand here by myself. Like, I'll, I'll drink hot chocolate with, with the stranger Santa. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay. And since I mentioned Wrapped Up in Christmas, one, one more time, you got to watch this, Jocelyn, and everyone else who's listening to this. Uh, if you're still listening, to <laughs> and this. the guy from Christmas Kiss is the same guy in Wrapped Up in Christmas. Oh no, yes. so. no, you just said that. Okay, but I still get excited. But still, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to verify it. Yeah. But so, all Wrapped Up in Christmas stars Tatiana Ali, who famously plays Ashley in yes. Fresh Prince. Right, um, her, yeah. Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and. Her dad in Wrapped Up in Christmas is Jeffrey, who plays Jeffrey from Fresh Prince, the butler. Yes. And there is a scene, and this is another one of like the door doesn't close type scenes, <laughs> where they're having pizza and they're all talking and they're pressuring Tatiana Lee to like, you know, lower marry her standards this guy and never marry met. whatever yeah. man she sees next. And they're eating pizza, and Jeffrey is serving the pizza with a spatula. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a spatula and he's giving the slices of pizza to everyone and it's so a natural thing you've ever seen in your life it's so awkward how he's doing it and man I, it's just a little off and i love it so yes. much you know what else i just remember from a christmas kiss too is that he's supposed to be they go back and forth between at times calling him a millionaire and at times calling him a billionaire but <laughs> he's we don't know how he's that rich. We know he has part ownership in a fashion magazine that's based in Boston. But anyway, so yeah, he's <laughs> his but, net worth is a little unclear. Yeah. But he, his apartment or his his house that he lives in looks like one of those extended stay like Marriott <laughs> courtyard business oh, suites. Yes, like it's not anything that like a billionaire would live in. Ever. Right, right. It's yeah. so cr- weird and crazy looking in there. Like, 
it really <laughs> looks like a business hotel oh, man. room. That reminds me. That's so funny. I forgot about that. It is true. And that reminds me of another one of the great uh, of the essentials that I had was um, like the men for for whatever reason <laughs> whenever we see where they live it's clearly like a model home yeah, <laughs> or like yes, a, like yes. a, 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 a like a, a a suite like a marriott like uh, yeah. you know special suite that is like no one would ever we were watching one and i forget what it is but it, <laughs> like he was supposed to be an artist or something yeah. and he's oh like a God. painter and he lives in like just a two-story, like it looks like is in a Target catalog or something. <laughs> <You know>? like, <laughs> yes, like he's a starving artist that is dedicated to his work and also dedicating to dedicated to um, helping his aunt with her toy store, and he's like tr- struggling, but he lives in a house that is like I don't know, maybe eight thousand square feet. Yeah, like it's massive but it's also the most cookie cutter yeah two-story home you've ever seen in your life <laughs> yes. and there's nothing in it but like easels and like drop cloths right. and then that's it it's so insane i love where they live yeah where they live is so good and that and it is like i don't know if maybe it's just it's something where it's like, like where we we i guess part of the fun of this is like imagining them like shoot it and stuff and that's very <laughs> yeah. fun yeah um, we've all been lucky and been blessed <laughs> enough to be on a set of some kind in yeah, our lives. Sure. And just thinking about them making these decisions, like the art person having to be like, well, we could put a wreath up there. And like, <laughs> right. Like, I think in A Christmas Kiss, he has some weird stuff that they that they hung on the wall, like one of those, like a snowshoe made of wicker, I want to say. Like, yeah. just something <laughs> so weird like that. And this was my grandpa's yeah, yeah and then put it up there um well the last question i wanted to ask ask both of you um uh, before we we end this this has been so much fun and oh, i could watch i could I know, talk man, forever about this i know it's i know so much yeah um we've talked about the many reasons we love these things but the original purpose of these movies you would think is so that people would watch them and feel like both you know, the Christmas season warmth, but also the kind of like romantic uh, side of it. And like, oh, I feel like it's a true great love story. Do you guys feel those, either of those two things when you watch them? Do you feel like, oh, it's Christmas time. I feel good about the Christmas. Or do you feel the like, you know, when you watch a, a good love story or something, it, it has that certain feeling or whatever, right? Do do That's they ever hit? Question. Do yeah, they ever really hit is. those notes for you? I think that I do feel like I'm in the Christmas spirit, only because we have been doing this now for m- multiple years, and it's my favorite part. Like I'm, I'm very excited for when Christmas season comes around, so that we can write, like watch these movies and then write down our ratings and and such. I look forward to that so much. In the beginning. No, because like we mentioned earlier, 90% of the time it takes place, they're, they're shooting this thing in Pasadena or Thousand Oaks and like San Diego. And it's like, there's no snow in sight. And all of a sudden one day on Christmas Day, it's snowing, which is great. And I love it. But you don't really get that sense of Christmas like you do when you watch Home Alone right. or you something. You yeah. even have a scene where they breathe and like, Oh yeah, that's stuff comes out of their mouth. I love those, but then you realize those are all shot in Canada. Yeah, they're Canadian they're, films, and that's why. And I, I appreciate that. No, me too. But yeah, 
Yeah. As far as love goes, uh, I don't feel any love whatsoever. <laughs> and that's why I love them so much. <laughs> I don't feel any love. This is a cold, cold relationship that has been forced. It's like watching an arranged marriage, but it's fun to watch. And I love yeah. it so much. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Jocelyn, do you have any? So, I, you know, I think about this because I also love, like, you know, the BBC period pieces. And they do a really good job of having these hot British guys in there. And there's a lot of chemistry. And for whatever reason in these, there is just... I, I've yet to see one where there's, like, an ounce of actual romantic <laughs> chemistry <Yes>. between <laughs> the two leads. Like... Like that's a very good point there is zero like you gotta have it to feel that like a central romantic feeling yes yes any sort of like even like physical chemistry they never seem to have like even i'm thinking of like the spirit of christmas where the i mean the guy was so bizarre looking and that he was half like in a weird zoot suit and half (laughs) (laughs) like the civil war and had a weird you know ss haircut like everything about him was off and there was just no chemistry and as much as when you get to the end and they have a kiss like you need them to have some right sort of chemistry and i think that is part of it that's part of what is so fun to me is that like they are clearly jamming like a square peg in a round hole with these two actors a christmas Prince, like no chemistry, yeah. you know, and I, I, it's, I'm sure it's it's hard to get that in any movie, and it's probably secondary to just being Christmassy, but it makes me feel very Christmassy, and it does make me want to go and just buy like just crap like <laughs> a, like a paper mache r- like reindeer f- that you put right. on a coffee table like just whatever it makes me want to buy it <laughs> yeah yeah because it, because <laughs> that both of you guys summed up my uh thoughts on the romantic side of it yeah. too like it, it's crazy that this doesn't it's so it's like two aliens like mimicking a <laughs> right, real, right, like right. a human relationship, which is w- captivating to me. I, and I think yes. that's so funny when you hit the beats of something, but it still doesn't work. I love that. It's, it's like me too. And, and it really like, gosh, I wish I'm going to quickly look over this list and see if I can remember anywhere they had romantic chemistry. Let's yeah, see, I'm, I'm desperately searching for something where I felt like they actually holiday and at least wanted to like really kiss you know what i mean like right there was nothing (sighs) at all in any of these and that's really bonkers i really can't like even with our boy from mean girls he's not even like finding women that can uh act at the same level as him and convince us that something is happening here yeah, there's not anything. I'd really useless. love to pick his brain, man. I, for real, if anyone knows this guy, let me know because yeah. I want to pick his brain. Because he's such a huge he's, fan of his. I'm I a know. huge fan. Yeah. Um. And, and then in terms of uh, Christmas, does it make me feel Christmas? Me, I, uh, I think I, I agree with you, Ashley. It, it's not the same as like Home Alone or like Christmas Vacation or anything like that. Because that really does like fill me with like, oh man, really? I want to get a Christmas tree and all this other stuff. Yeah. It doesn't make you want to like go buy stuff. And not really, because 
I when I when I watch like we watch Christmas Vacation on Thanksgiving, uh, like after Thanksgiving dinner yeah. this year, and I was well, like, we Man. attempted to watch it. Four oh no, times that's right. In a row, and yeah, then we, we finally watched yeah. it once we left <laughs> my parents' house because we couldn't make it. Yeah, we kept falling asleep full of food, <laughs> but um. That made me want to get a Christmas tree. And I was like, oh, yeah, when we get home, maybe I'll get a Christmas tree. And, and it, like, it makes me feel like that. But uh, there is something about these movies that I can only watch during Christmas. Right. Ashley has suggested watching them before Thanksgiving. And I've been like, nah, that doesn't feel fun at all. No, I was thinking, like, what if I don't get them in? Can I watch them, like, in January? And then I was like jocelyn no yeah it's not it yeah it, it you lose the magic that way yeah yeah there's as much as i want to right the, and there's something yeah it's kind of like 50 50 so it is like it i needed to be christmas time to watch these but right. it doesn't really make me like you know like what? long for christmas past or anything you know like what that it makes me like long for is like because it's so artificial it makes me more than anything want to go to a place like the grove where there's artificial <laughs> shit like there's like yeah. fake shit everywhere yeah that I is love it. and yeah. you're basically when you're watching these you're <laughs> kind of taking them are shot like at least one scene at the grove <laughs> yeah, yeah i know <laughs> you're kind of taking a trip to the grove when you watch these you things. Think yeah. it's you're like exactly a grove right. christmas yeah. which would be my i'm gonna pitch that once yeah the grove yes, yeah. <laughs> all right let's us three and jonathan bennett <laughs> yeah. just make the best christmas jonathan movie. bennett works at a juice kiosk <laughs> yeah. when he yeah. finds the love of his life she's performing well, on so you think you can dance in the center stage you <laughs> could do a whole movie like this the grove and it would be amazing oh 100 right, yeah 100 <laughs> and i one thing that me and ashley have been talking about is is every single one of these uh, almost essentially is like the main character is a woman yes i i don't think we ever f no. found one that wasn't a woman no yeah. Not even a Jonathan Bennett. So maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe Jonathan Bennett has earned one. A where leading man. I would one love of he's the leading that. man. Me he's too. first build, you know? Oh, my God. I would love to see that. So I wonder why that is. I wonder why you c an audience, like, they decided you can't get on board with a dude. I mean, I'm sure it's because, like, 90% of the people who watch these are probably women. Oh, yeah. Um, You're right. That's what it still, is. But still, we would be into <laughs> Yeah. Like, I mean. I would. I would, too. Yeah. Just to spice it up. I mean, you make 45000 a year. You Just know, like one. You think exactly. they'd at least try once to have a man. In there could be one out there that we just haven't discovered yet. That's true. But what? it's sad that that is the case. That is sad. Like, a guy, he has a 10-year-old daughter. She's begging him to date strange yeah. women. Right. <laughs> And then he goes on a bunch of dates. Right, yeah. yeah. Fifty first Christmas dates. Yeah. we could call. <laughs> yeah. I've already pitched it. So I don't know if anyone listening knows of one that's a movie like this where a man is the lead role. Please email us sportsports yeah, us at gmail dot com. Yeah. or tweet at us. Tweet at us. It's at as sports easy sports. as that. Um, Jocelyn, this has been so fun. Yeah. Thank you for having me. What a fun conversation. And you know what we need to I do? I could do it for five hours. I know. We could. You know what we need to do is just watch one of these yeah. movies together. Yeah. Uh, which we haven't done yet. 
Oh um, my god, we gotta do it. Yeah, we watched one with uh, we watched a Dolly Parton Christmas movie with Jason Flowers, who was here. The aforementioned Jason Flowers, who was here uh, a week ago, and man, it was a thrill ride I of hit fun. The spot because yeah. me and Ashley go nuts. We go it's nuts great. when it's the two of us, but man, the three of us, we would oh be swinging from the rafters. We uh, have to do this immediately. So yes. Yeah. It'll be fun. So thank you, Jocelyn. Uh, thank you do you have do you have any me. final uh, thoughts about you know j- anyone who might be on the fence about watching these Christmas movies? Like any thoughts for them on? Well, I'll just give you you guys a couple off my list. Yeah. <laughs> that I maybe I mentioned some already. Definitely, Dear Santa. That's the male tampering one. <laughs> Desperately seeking Santa has to do with a woman, a female character who's horrible at her job. So that's great. Oh, nice. Yeah. Love it. Um, Holiday in Handcuffs, classic uh, um, Mario Lopez. Whoa, Mario Whoa. Lopez. Yeah, I haven't run into it. We haven't run into him, I have we? I don't think so. Yeah. We've run into Dean Kane many times. Dean Kane, I'm Candace Cameron. I'm pretty sure this is Mario Lopez and Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Whoa. Oh, okay. And then, oh my God. Christmas Inheritance. So good. I'm sure you <gasps> we, guys have seen that I'm one. pretty sure we've seen Christmas Inheritance. Is that a Netflix one? I think it's on Netflix. Yeah. No, it's definitely on Netflix. Yeah. It's I'm pretty best. sure we have watched that. Ben's flipping through I'm our flipping notebook through right the notes, now. Uh, <laughs> to try to find Christmas Inheritance. Uh, and I don't see it here. But have we not? So we last haven't night when we watched a Christmas one. Crush, I was convinced we had watched it before because you look at these thumbnails constantly when you're trying to pick the one yeah, you want to watch. Yeah, I know. The thumbnails are so important. They really, really are. Yeah. And someone was telling me that like on Netflix, they have a bunch of different thumbnails for the same thing, and they use an algorithm to show the one that they think is going to get you to watch it. I mean, it works. I know. If that's the case. I believe that. Yeah, because sometimes they'll switch up on you, and it's like Right, like there was a, a movie where Pete Davidson was in it for like two seconds but like he was the thumbnail for the movie because they're like oh you like comedy stuff so oh this wow your thumbnail oh wow so yeah. there's not a standard thumbnail for all yeah apparently you know netflix secrets god i tell you what they we are just being manipulated left and right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> down with corporations uh we, you know that's a story for another time I right guess. Yeah. <laughs> um well i guess ashley are you feeling good I'm feeling great. I can't wait to watch a movie right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me too, folks. Go home. Go on Netflix or Lifetime. They're on demand. Uh, also, Hallmark Channel. Right. Um, probably various other places. Uh, and find a Christmas movie and watch it with someone that you love tonight. Yeah. Or someone that you maybe uh, is bad at their job. Uh, right. <laughs> exactly. And pr- being pressured by their family to find a man. Uh, watch it with them. I don't know. <laughs> Um, otherwise uh, have a good Christmas ho 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 this has been Sports Marts